Okay, so that's just some crazy, crazy, bizarre timing. Yeah, let me tell you the story. Welcome to Rocks. My name's Mark Bunting. So today I've got two great stories lined up for you. All right, great stories, and they're both about real, genuine giving. And today I was going to be talking about, you know, are you giving from the head and not from the heart? And I had to um, really remind myself, am I doing that? All of a sudden... I got a message, turned up on Facebook Messenger. My boy's taken up rowing and he's training this afternoon. And a lady I don't know uh, had put up a desperate message saying, can someone please pick up my boy from rowing and drop him at our house? I thought, oh, yeah, he doesn't live far from me. I could possibly do that. That's not a problem. And immediately I thought, you know what, if I do that, then she'll do that for me. I thought, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I'm giving from the hand and not from the heart. And that is what Rocks is about today. See, when you give, do you give from the hand or do you give from the heart? Do you give from the head or do you give from the heart? Let me take it way, way, way back. Years and years ago, when I was uh, doing breakfast radio, a big part of my job was to serve the community and do stuff for the community. And we used to do some great stuff for the community. It was really kind of cool. But it was always from our boss's point of view so that we could get good ratings, be seen as the community people, win a community award, etc. Fast forward on to my time on city council. And you used to do stuff for the community. Why? Because it was your job. But people used to say, what a great community man he is. My word, he does a lot for the community. And in the back of your head, you always thought, well, I've got to do stuff for the community so I can be seen to do stuff for the community so I can keep my job as a councillor. And I thought, well, okay, well, that's what I have to do. That's what I have to do. But I've got a mate, and his name's Daryl. And Daryl's always doing stuff for other people. Like if someone needed their spouting done, he'd be there in a flash with a ladder and he'd be helping them. If someone's kids need to learn to drive, he'd be there teaching them, asking nothing in return. And that really, really, really impressed with me. Uh, impressed me. So I said to him, what's that about? He says, oh, you do stuff for the community. I says, yeah, but I always feel a little bit guilty because I'm kind of getting stuff in return. It's not real giving. He says, oh, I give from the heart and not from the hand. And he gave me the example of some organisations who will give $2 million to the community and they'll spend another million dollars telling people they gave a million dollars to the community. And I was looking at Facebook over the weekend, and I saw some of my, um, my former political colleagues, and they were out doing stuff for the community. Why? So they could get a selfie doing stuff for the community. I thought, gosh, how hollow do you absolutely feel? How do you feel? And the other night, I was at an organisation, and a collection bowl came round. And here's a story about real grace for you. A collection bowl came round. I thought, oh, no. I haven't got any money, I've got no cash on me. And an old guy sitting next to me could see this going on. And all of a sudden I felt in my hand, he pressed a dollar coin into my hand and wrapped my fingers around it and just gave me a little smile and a nod so I wouldn't be embarrassed so I could give something to this collection bowl. Well, that was really kind of nice, that was kind of sweet. I looked at him and said, thank you very much. And as the collection bowl came past him, he waved it on. He'd given me his last dollar so I wouldn't be embarrassed. How cool was that? Giving from the heart, not giving from the head. Do you give to give or do you give to receive something in return? Hey, look, both of them are fine. Both of them are okay. And in sales, you're always taught you give something, you give something, and people have a sense of obligation to repay you. And that works really, really well. But are you really giving? 
Are you really giving? So these two stories, they're going to knock your socks off. Yeah, one of them's called A Glass of Milk. You'll love this. So one day, a poor boy was selling goods from door to door to pay his way through school. And he found he only had one thin coin left, and that was a five-cent coin. He was hungry. So he thought, you know what, I'm going to ask for a meal at the next house. However, he lost his nerve when this beautiful young woman opened the door. And instead of a meal, he said, oh, can I please have a drink of water? She looked at him, and she knew what was going on. So she brought him a large glass of milk and he drank it slowly and then he said, oh, how much do I owe you? And she said, you don't owe me anything. Mum's always taught us never to accept pay for kindness. He said, well, I I thank you from my heart then. And this little boy, whose name was Howard Kelly, left that house. He not only felt physically stronger, but his faith in mankind was also stronger as well. He'd been ready to give up and quit. And this happened. Well, years later, that same young woman became critically crook. And the local doctors were were baffled. And they finally sent her to the big city and they called in specialists to study her rare disease. And Dr Howard Kelly was called in for the consultation. And when he heard the name of the town she came from, a strange light filled his eyes. And immediately he rose and went down the hall of the hospital to her room. And he was dressed in his doctor's gown and he went in to see her and he recognised her at once. He went back to the consultation room determined to do his best to save her life. And from that day on, he gave special attention to her her case. Well, after a long, long struggle, the battle was won. And Dr Kelly requested the business office to pass the final bill for him for approval. Now those listening to this in the States, you, you get it, it's expensive. It's really expensive. Those listening in New Zealand, you know it's not quite that dear. But... He looked at the bill, he wrote something on the edge of the bill, and he sent the bill to her room. She feared to open it, for she was sure it would take the rest of her life to pay this bill. And she looked, and something caught her attention on the side of the bill. And she read these words. Paid in full, with one glass of milk. Signed, Dr Howard Kelly. So just as you may remember someone slighting you in the past or being mean to you, chances are you remember someone being incredibly kind to you as well and not asking for something in return. But boy, oh boy, do you feel a sense of obligation to them. And that's just the way community works, isn't it? Surely it is. So I'm going to give you some homework at the end of this one, and that is can you give without expecting anything in return? In fact, not only can you give without not expecting anything in return, but can you give without getting caught? Can you do something really nice for someone without getting caught and without telling anybody? Because the theory of reciprocity means that it will come back to you if there is a a karma out there. I love um, the Dr Deepak Chopra when he talks about turning up at people's places and never turning up empty-handed, bringing them something as small like a flower or a small gift or a little note or a little card or something just really nice. Remember we always used to do that in New Zealand? When you turn up at someone's house, you'd never turn up empty-handed. We should bring that back. If you're turning up somewhere else, turn up 
with a gift and with no expectation of anything in return and just see the karmic difference. Just see what happens and just feel how that feels. So your homework today is to do something without getting caught. Do something really good without getting caught. But I did promise you two stories, so here is the second story and this is a demonstration of that. Can you give without expecting anything in return? This one is called Giving Blood. Many years ago, says the writer, when I was working as a volunteer at Stanford Hospital, I got to know a little girl called Liza, who was suffering from a rare and serious disease. Her only chance of recovery appeared to be a blood transfusion from her five-year-old brother, who had miraculously survived the same disease and had developed the antibodies needed to combat the illness. The doctor explained the situation to her little brother and asked the boy if he'd be willing to give his blood to his sister. He hesitated for just a moment, he took a deep breath and said, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll do that if it's going to save Liza. Well, as the transfusion progressed, he lay in the bed next to his sister and he smiled. As we all did, and we saw the colour return to Liza's cheeks, and then his face grew pale and his smile started to fade. He looked up at the doctor and with a trembling voice he said, Hey, Doc, will I start to die right away? Being young, the young guy had misunderstood the doctor. He thought he was going to have to give all of his blood to save her life. You want to talk about giving? That is giving. So there's your homework. Go and give. Go and be nice. But do it without getting called. You're only allowed to tell one person, and that person is yourself. And as soon as you tell someone else, it's all over, okay? So do it. I challenge you to do it. Good luck. Thanks for listening. My name's Mark Bunting. markbunting.co.nz. Check it out.